What is up, guys? Welcome to Vibe Central TV. This is your host, Austin Schlemmer, and um, this is our episode number two podcast. We have a special guest today, Branson Schlemmer. Um, what's up, Branson? What's up, dude? Not much. Thanks man. for having me. Dude, dude, we're so excited to have you, actually. I've yeah. been waiting to do this since we started our podcast. Um, but yeah, so this podcast is basically going to be a little bit about uh, Branson, and then we're going to go into more depth about other uh, other subjects. Um, there's a, cr- a bunch of stuff going on. In, and TV and, and entertainment and Twitter and stuff like that. It's a lot of stuff popping, so we have a lot of stuff to cover. But um, yeah, so Branson, if you want to, can you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so um, obviously my name is Branson Schlemmer. Some people know me as Crazy Big B. Um, if you follow me on uh, on Twitter or on uh, YouTube, you you kind of know me as that. Um, I am a Magic the Gathering um, aspiring pro player. I grind yeah, yeah. the uh, Star City games. Um, bracket um, format of choice would be probably modern. I play some standard, uh, just a tad bit of legacy. Um, I've just recently started, you know, dipping my uh, my skill into that specific uh, format. But uh, yeah, so I, I'm just extremely excited to be here. I appreciate you guys having me. So hell yeah, dude! I'm, I'm, I'm so excited to have you here. Um, so yeah, go, talking about the magic thing. Um, so. What are all your like your recent events and stuff like that? Like, do you guys you travel a lot, or like, what all do you do with the, the yeah, magic so, setting? Yeah, so like, um, like I said, I uh, I grind um, for this organization called Star City Games. Uh, they have a specific uh, league set up, you could say, where it's called like the Star City Open Tour or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Star City Games Open Tour. Um, I go to a lot of those events. Um, recently, I had an event uh, in cincinnati ohio it was a uh like a team constructed event so yeah, like one yeah. person how, how was the team setting i know because normally like we went with you with to to minnesota or wisconsin that one time yeah, yeah. and uh i it, it's just it seems like a different like kind of like environment i want to say because you when you go from single to to playing in a, in a team setting like yeah. how, how would you how would you really describe that well I, mean, I was it was super exciting it was a great experience because obviously i didn't do well otherwise you know, I'd have a nice fat check in my house, but um, uh, it was actually my first uh, team open. I had never did anything team oriented before. Um, I teamed with a couple friends of mine uh, from Illinois and Missouri. Um, what is different about it is I would say like there's a little bit more intensity and a little bit more anxiety in the air, I feel. Really? Yeah. Um, because you're not only relying on yourself to produce good games of magic and put some good results up obviously um you're kind of relying on your team team as well right so like you don't want to let down your team by just like totally biffing every single round and losing and like you want your teammates to do extremely well as as well so like you know i i would say the biggest difference i saw was the level of anxiety and the level of yeah. intensity that was there yeah because i can imagine like it's a lot different when you go from like because i've always played in like group and team like setting sports and stuff like that like throughout yeah. like high school and stuff like that and even in college um with like intramurals and stuff but um yeah i mean like it's got it's definitely got to be a different experience like i mean I, I know you talked about how uh how you really enjoy like your teammates and stuff or whatever but um yeah 
Yeah, so do you like represent like any like organization or like how do you, how does that go? <laughs> well, I don't specifically like there's teams that are involved in like the the um specific, you know, Star City Dance bracket or whatnot. Yeah. Um and then there's some teams that grind, you know, like the the Grand Prix, which is like some you know, another tournament bracket that's yeah. hosted kind of by Wizards. Mm-hmm. Uh Wizards of the Coast of which make magic obviously. Um Yeah. Uh I don't represent a specific organization. Um, Team-wise, I kind of adopted um, kind of just grinding and representing my local game store. They're called Chimps Comics. They're located in Warsaw, Indiana. Okay, yeah, Um, yeah. If you guys are ever in the area, make sure you check them out, or you can check them out online at chimpscomics.com. But, yeah, so, like, you know, I I, I wear their gear. I represent them. I work really closely with with their owner and uh, the representatives of their their you know their store yeah um you know I, I don't get any compensation for it or by all means or anything i just like that um you know chimps is very involved in their community mm-hmm. and um they are they attract all kinds of different ages different types of people mm-hmm. um and they're very supportive of the younger generation of magic players That's and cool. yeah, and, yeah. and trading card games like they're one of those things that are just kind of falling off little by little mm-hmm. every year um, yeah, could you like explain a little bit like what magic is and like like what it's all about? Like yeah. I know a lot of the viewers like they might have no idea. Like I had no idea when you first came to me yeah. about it. Um, I, I mean it's definitely it's a card game if you guys don't know. Um, yeah, it's a and, and a professional card game actually. Yeah. And uh, yeah, if you could go in like a little bit more depth about like how it works and stuff. Yeah, like that, so like, uh, Magic the Gathering is um made by a company called Wizards of the Coast. Yeah. Um, they also produce Dungeons and Dragons. I'm sure some of the viewers have probably heard of that or the at least the older audience. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not quite as potent, you know, in the community anymore as it used to be, but there's still quite a bit of people that play Dungeons and Dragons. But anyhow yeah, I know um, I actually know a lot of people that play it. Yeah, so it's a it's a trading thing. card game produced by Wizards of the Coast. Um yeah, similar to Pokemon or Yu Gi Oh if you guys have ever heard of either one of those. Um, and it's kind of yeah, cool because yeah. they've just recently uh, developed, um, you know, it's also online. You know, they have a system okay, called yeah. um, Magic the Gathering Online yeah. um, where they have all, all formats available. Um, you pay to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also, uh, they just recently got out of, I, don't, I believe it might still be in beta, uh, but there is a new system. They came out with a new game called yeah, Magic yeah. Arena. And uh, that just has the current standard. Um, sets on it so you can only play standard on that but they actually just decided to develop this cool esports like vibe like hosting big tournaments and big arenas for this yeah, esports is stuff. big right now yeah, yeah. they, they played yeah. it smart and they developed it around this they focused it around a specific uh game magic arena okay. to uh yeah. to be able to so they did away with the you know um you know they didn't really do away with anything they just added like this esports okay. vibe to it right so like yeah, i play yeah. I don't. I play some arena, um, but the format that I specifically prefer, modern, is usually on uh, Magic Online, which they don't host tournaments for. Yeah. The tournaments I attend are all paper, so they're all trading cards that we play with. Okay. Um, but yeah, so like uh, that, that's a little bit about Magic. They're dabbing themselves in the esports. It's a trading card game. Um, if you've never heard of it, make sure you just you know go to YouTube. And there's plenty of tutorials about how to play Magic, what Magic's yeah. about. So yeah, that, that's definitely cool, man. Yeah, like I yeah. mean, that's awesome. Like. I know when I first, I know our, our trip to freaking 
uh, Wisconsin. It was, it was a really, really good time. Yeah, yeah that was uh, Grand Prix Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah. Grand Prix Milwaukee. That's yeah, when they were so, still Grand Prix. It was a Magic Fest, yeah. Yeah, and you placed, what was it, like 400 and something out of like Yeah, I did horrible. I scrubbed out. I didn't even make day two. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's you're whatever. Damn, you're close, yeah, There was quite a bit of people there. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't super familiar with the standard format at the time either, so I yeah. just took, like, a basic deck, like, mono red, yeah. and just kind of, like, grinded out. I started at 0-2. And then just almost won out. So, like, I, I felt accomplished about that. So. Yeah, yeah, that's but, awesome. Yeah. And you yeah. placed, what was it, number you 10th place in Indianapolis? You're down here in Indianapolis. Yeah, I did. I, I, did, the, um, I did the Modern Classic in, in Indianapolis um, in January, I believe it was, close to the end of January. And uh, I took a, a deck called Elves, which is kind of an underdog in, you know, the format currently because it's just not as good as it – it's not really good, honestly. It's very weak against the meta decks. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I placed. I placed tenth. I, uh, yeah, I lost. The, I my mean, two you, losses. You my two losses were to were prison, which is a deck yeah. that's just really unwinnable for me with elves. Yeah, so yeah, dude, you go from like it's just awesome to see. Like I had no idea what the hell magic was like the beginning, and then like it's a big deal. Like, man. The first event we went to and and all this stuff, like Hudson and I, my younger brother, we went and and supported him and stuff because. You know, Brands is like, hey, like check this out. And I'm like, all right, let's do this. I'm gonna fucking manage you and all this stuff. Like, let's let's, let's totally do this. Yeah. Like, you placed like 400 and something. Like, we, I was like, damn, dude. Like, you came back from like, damn, an underdog story. And then like, then you came down here to Indianapolis, and I didn't even go with you to the event. And you like placed, you came back, and you're like, yeah, I placed like 10th. I'm like, what the fuck? You know, at first <laughs> I was extremely disappointed. Um, you know, but then I look back, and and my winning in to top eight was against Michael Coyle. And uh, for the people that don't know who Michael Coyle is, he's the person that actually invented the War Prison decks. Yeah. So um, he's the one that came up with the general idea of the deck and kind of produced some numbers with it. Yeah. But uh, it is what it is, man. To lose to the same deck twice, which is almost an unwinnable matchup for me, regardless of anyhow. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, you know, like I, I thought it was cool just to take a deck like Elves and to play a format that is just so against the deck right now that it's just yeah. so weak against and yeah. do well with it. I just thought that was fun. So that's all. I mean, dude, it's to me, it's not it. even, yeah, to me, it's not even about like the placements or winning or winning money or anything like that. Like magic to me is just fun. You know, like yeah, I like to go yeah. meet people, you know, see people that are a fan of the YouTube channel and talk with them and just just have the best time that you could possibly have. That, that's awesome, man. I mean, it really is cool. Like, I mean, I have no idea. I've never been in the the card game business or anything like that, or like any anything like There's that, or uh, you know. But it's it's really really cool to see you know that you're out here grinding and stuff like that. And yeah. I hope that you know this channel can also and you as well can bring like some some good good insight to you know the whole magic community and kind of like you know kind of like let people know like what it is all about and stuff like that. So. But yeah, I mean, so you said the comic games, this is store in uh, Warsaw, right? Yeah, uh, Chimps Comics. Oh, uh, Chimps, okay, okay. Yeah, you can Chimps, you can okay. either visit their store in Warsaw, Indiana, or you can uh, check them out online at chimpscomics.com. Okay, all yeah. right, cool, yeah. yeah. I would say that's like, it's not an organization, it is kind of an organization, but it's not a... It's not a verified team. I would say that uh, there's very few of us that, that represent them when we're there. And like I said, I do it for nothing. Yeah. Um. And uh, you know, and if an opportunity arises where it's, you know, hey, uh, we'll get you some comp compensation for yeah, yeah. for representing us, then you know, obviously, I would definitely negotiate those type of things. But yes. um, and I'd be interested, of course. Yeah, yeah. But for now, I, I really enjoy representing. Uh, just my local game store chimps because you know like I said they attract that younger audience and yeah, uh, that's yeah. what I'm about man um, yeah. when I actually placed 10th in Indianapolis in the classic with elves 
Uh, Dana, um, I think her name is Fisher or Fetcher. Um, she, she, no, she's eight years old. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I bet oh, she'd feel like a dick. <laughs> but um, but no, like uh, she, she's currently you're now. Dana, I'm sorry. At the time, <laughs> she no wasn't, idea. but currently is now the youngest player to ever make day two in a, in a Magic tournament. So I thought that was really cool. But after I had made that placement, they were uh, pr- preparing for uh, the ca- Canada tournament. I believe it was in Toronto. I believe at that yeah, time. Yeah. Uh, her dad messaged me on Facebook and and got some insight yeah. on what I thought about the deck. Cause that's what she plays. She plays elves religiously. That's all she plays. Yeah. Um. But got some insight of what I thought about it, how I sideboarded, if there was anything I would change, which there was obviously. Mm-hmm. Um. Overall, I thought the deck performed well, and and I was happy with it. Now in Cincinnati last week, and on the other hand, that was just it was a rough day. Um. Okay. I I uh, I lost my first three rounds. I was playing Is It Phoenix, which is a very very popular deck in the format currently. Um, I didn't have much experience with it before I went into the went into the tournament, but that didn't like hurt me at all. I think mm-hmm. um, I had really bad matchups. Like round one, I had burn, which burn is like a typical deck that I can usually beat. It's just kind of that they have it or they don't, mm-hmm. and he had it. Mm-hmm. Um, I faced uh, Tron uh, game three, which is an unwinnable matchup for me. It's just a very tough matchup for the deck. Yeah. Um, and then I faced the prison deck round three, where uh, or round two or round three or whatever, uh, where I did pretty bad against it as well just because it was one of those things where that's a tough matchup as well yeah yeah um and then the rest of the day i pretty much won out you know i beat humans i beat dredge i beat all sorts of cool stuff but uh unfortunately my team and i just couldn't get it together in time and and uh we scrubbed out and uh our final record i would say would be four and four which Mm. batting 500 but yeah. I mean, it is what hey, it is. Hey, 500 gets a job We didn't done. make day two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They stuck around and played the classic. I'm not sure how they did. Yeah. Um, I think my legacy player played um, the legacy classic, and I think our standard player played the modern classic. I was in the modern seed, um, obviously, as a Phoenix. But, uh, but, yeah, I didn't stick around. I came home. Uh, I was kind of frustrated with myself. But, yeah, so. Yeah, so is there, like, any, like, new – I know you talk about, like, sets and stuff like that. Is there, like, anything new coming out with Magic or anything you want to tell, like, people that are listening that are into Magic or interested in Magic, like, spoilers or anything like that that you want to talk about? So um, there's a couple new sets coming out, obviously. Like, there's the the regular set that's coming out uh, called War of, War of Spark. Mm-hmm. Um, they just released, actually, as of today, some new spoilers about it. Um, some of the new planeswalkers that are coming. Um, it looks interesting. I've seen some some things that are uh, playable in modern. Okay, definitely yeah. playable in standard. Um, yeah. The way the color combinations work with the deck is, I think that it's going to be really tough to get some, you know, like a super friends deck going. But we'll still see. Like those are just the first wave of spoilers. Yeah. Um, they're like the Tezzerat, it looked playable and maybe the War Prison decks because they're already playing the other Tezzerats and it just looked like he was even more supportive, um, giving another win ca- win condition by burning out their opponent with, you know, um, with its ability. Um, I think that uh, there, I, I believe there's like a, a Liliana that I, I feel like is unplayable. Um, the Nicol Bolas looked kind of cool. I mean, I'm just excited to see what people do with the standard format with this new set. And then there's also another set coming out that's modern exclusive um, called Modern Modern Horizons. We have not had any spoilers for that, and I don't think we'll have any until June-ish. Don't hold me to that. But, um, yeah, it, it, that set, there's been a lot of controversy on what's going to be printed because they said that they're only going to print stuff that is not currently in the modern format, mm-hmm. uh, which 
enables them to be able to print stuff that is currently banned and modern. Um, I personally think, because uh, obviously I believe there's going to be another uh, counterspell that gets reprinted um, to make modern legal. Uh, a lot of people are saying days. Um, a lot of people are saying um, no, there's another free mana spell. Um, uh, stuff. I can't remember anyhow. That's so, okay. yeah, I but I, I the speculation around those is like modern is not supportive of a free counterspell. Mm. So I personally think that uh, counterspell itself, uh, with it being uh, two blue mana to cast, I think that that just helps its case, and I think that that is one card that will be reprinted. Uh, counterspell mm. is just going to be reprinted, unbanned, mm-hmm. and and what and to be realistic, I mean it's better than most cards that are in the control decks currently in modern. And, um, I mean, let's be honest, the control decks are mediocre at best in the format. Um, what I'm really interested in knowing is how they're going to approach the format once Modern Horizons comes out. Because the last band that came out, they, uh, sorry, I'm talking a lot. No, no dude, you're, <laughs> you're fine. The, the last I, band I, that I, came out, fine, they yeah. didn't do anything. Yeah. Um, and, and then there's an obvious, uh, there's an obvious cancer in the format currently. Uh, with uh, speculation of how Faithless Looting should be banned, mm-hmm. um, which is a card that's played in um, a couple different decks like Dredge. Is it Phoenix? I think Grixis Death Shadow plays one. Um, it's played in a lot of powerful decks, and it's, yeah. it's a very, very powerful card. Yeah. But I don't think it's such a good card that needs to be banned because it's also played in decks that are very fair. Yeah. Um, there's a deck called Mardu Pyromancer that produces very fun interactive games of magic. Mm-hmm. There's a deck called Hollow One that it produces very fun interactive games of magic. It's not broken by all means. Those decks yeah. have been around for a couple years now. Um, I think the real problem is a card called Mana Morphos, um, mm-hmm. which is located in the Is It Phoenix decks. Um, with a ban of Mana Morphos, it almost makes Storm unplayable, which is another deck. Uh, but that's whatever. It doesn't kill the whole metagame. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, in in the dredge decks, I think if they wanted to hit something out of that, there'd be a deck called Creep and Chill. So, yeah. Or there's a there's a card called Creep and Chill that uh, they yeah. can ban out of that as and well. I have, and I have another question, too, because, like, I know a lot of people, like, wonder, like, I know you have two kids, you have a wife, yeah. um, you're married, so and, and you have a hobby as well. And so, like, maybe, like, I know me, myself, and a lot of people that are probably listening or watching are wondering, like, how do you balance everything, like with with uh, you know having a kid, two kids, and um, you know a wife and, and a hobby? I mean, it's got to be a hard situation, right? You know, I've been really blessed that I've had jobs that have supported and been able to travel and, and do these events. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife is extremely supportive. At first, she was skeptical. Um, but once I started putting, you know, results up, she realized like I might actually be able to play this game relatively decent. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she's very supportive. She's been very great. Uh, with the kids, it's uh, it's 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 tough because they're starting to get older now and they're realizing that I'm traveling and that gets kind of hard being away from yeah, them a couple days yeah. at a time. Yeah. Um, and leaving them alone with their mom, which kind of sucks for her, obviously. Um, but I think that. All together, it's just, uh, you know, it's a hobby, like you said. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 like, aspiring pro, that's what I call myself because I'm not ever going to consider myself a pro until I'm able to um, develop an income that is sustainable for my lifestyle. I don't mm-hmm. think that you can even consider yourself a pro until then. Yeah, yeah. Um, even some of the pros have part-time jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe when Reed Duke 
very, very popular uh, Magic player. Anybody that's out there watching this that is familiar with Magic, they know who Reed Duke is. He yeah. started in um, – when he started, he, I believe he had a part-time job. I don't know if he still does. Don't hold me to it. But I believed he worked for like a like part time as like a jeweler, like he crafted jewelry. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. yeah um, which seemed to be worked really well for him. Um, I'm a big fan of Reed myself. Um, yeah, yeah. But but uh, but yeah, I mean, a lot of these pros have part time jobs, or they stream on Twitch, mm-hmm. or they do YouTube videos to develop yeah. some type of income to be able to support um, their continuation of traveling. Yeah. So and like, magic. as far as as far as Twitch goes, sorry to interrupt you. Uh, as far as Twitch goes, like. If you do, you have any like pointers to like people that would like that are interested in Twitch? Because I know I have a few buddies that, um, you know, stream Twitch, and yeah. uh, Hudson, you know, he's he was big into streaming stuff. Um, it, as far as like growing a channel, like what would you what would you suggest? I mean, like wow. I'm not too familiar with with the Twitch platform. I know it's it's big in it's the, a great the game, platform. It's big, it's, yeah, it's big in the, the gaming community and stuff like that, but. I didn't know if you like knew any like tricks or tips or anything well, like that. Well, I've been on Twitch for some years now. Um, I started by streaming video games, Grand Theft Auto, uh, Call of Duty, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, recently, I haven't streamed much, but you can you can find me on Twitch at Crazy Big B, K R A Z Y, B I G B. Mike is right there. But my biggest advice I can give to the younger generation or the people just starting on Twitch or even people that have been around for a while and I'm having difficulties um, developing some type of audience or growing their channel um, is consistency. Consistency is is honestly the biggest thing. I mean – yeah, uh, I agree. Like, I honestly, I agree too because de- like develop, they, they say consistency yeah. is, is a big is a big thing. Develop yeah, like, a schedule. Stick to that schedule. Yeah. You know, if you want to do YouTube as well, take your streams, post them on YouTube. Yeah, and the cool thing about like Twitch and like YouTube is like they integrate with each other yeah. as well, right? Yeah. So like if you post on Twitch and like it's gonna go straight to YouTube and and stuff like Don't. that. So like that's really really important. Too, so number well. one is consistency. Two, I would say is be original. You know, like a yeah, lot of people, real, yeah. a lot of people will play people's music and stuff like that and just copyrighted stuff that they shouldn't be taking from people yeah, and, 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 and doing it on their stream. And I think that's so wrong because mm-hmm. yeah. like I've been, okay, obviously I'm guilty of playing music here and there or like it, yeah. copyrighted videos yeah. myself, but I just think that being original and being yourself there's always going to be somebody interested in you. I agree too, like cause I know a lot about the music industry as well. Cause like, yeah. as long as like, if you're posting stuff on like SoundCloud or like, you know, cause I, I mean, I post mixes and stuff like that on SoundCloud and, and and YouTube and stuff like that. Like, just link their stuff with it, cause like these people are grinding. Like these people are spending time. Like, they're spending money. They're spending their time in these studios, and like they deserve the shout outs. Give so, like, them some type of rec- rec- yeah. recognition. Like if like, you're not if you're not shouting them out, like and you're claiming that as your content, like that's wrong. Man. That's just that's just not right. Like that's why we have all these laws and all these freaking like all these copyright you know strikes and all this stuff that's going on. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think that's really important. Yeah, it definitely. is. I mean, so originality and consistency, man. Like that's like that's that's the two biggest things that I think people struggle with is I think people want to be successful, but they don't want to work for it. I agree. I agree. Totally. Yeah. And let's be honest. I mean, you look at the NFL, all right. Those are all professional athletes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're not skinny. 
I mean, yeah. they've been in a gym every single day their whole life. They practicing. wake up every day. Yeah, they went to a. practice yeah. every single day, sometimes twice a day on those two a days. Like they worked their asses off to get to the point yeah. where they're at. I you agree, look at yeah. the entrepreneurs, they worked their asses off and studied and studied and studied and studied their their aspect of business yeah. to perfect it. Yeah. That's the only way you're going to be successful is if you perfect whatever you're doing. I agree, yeah. Like that's the thing, like just just being consistent and you know, perfecting like your craft and just doing you is really the biggest thing I think when it comes to stuff like that. But yeah. That, I mean, it's awesome to hear about like your story and stuff like that. I mean, if you guys don't know, follow them on Instagram, Twitter, uh, crazy, crazy me, big B, right? Uh, crazy big B. Crazy, uh, crazy big B. K R A Z Y B I G B. Yeah, yeah. So go ahead and hit him with the follow if you guys are interested in like the whole magic thing and stuff like that. Yeah, Instagram, YouTube. Instagram, YouTube. Yeah, and also, um, if you can like, subscribe this video. Um, links below. Definitely support our channel. We're just out here vibing. Vibe Central is a good. It's just a good time. And, oh like, yeah, man. Like I, I really like. I really like reaching out to like the entrepreneurs and like people that are just trying to do their own thing and like. You know, people don't always have like the platform to do it, or they don't want to go out and do it, or talk about it, right. or like do stuff like that. So I think it's important to like kind of shine some light on stuff like that, and like kind of give them, you know, a platform to talk on. So I'm glad that we had you, man. Like it, it, it's awesome. No, man. man like, thank yeah. you so much for having me. Like I had a great time, obviously, and like I don't know if we're done, but like no, 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 we're not done. We got all kinds of shit to talk about. Yeah. I just like obviously I want to make sure that like Chimps Comics gets the recognit recognit ah. Reckon www.chimpscomics.com. Check them out. If you're in the Warsaw, Indiana area, go check them out. They have a huge card selection of Magic the Gathering. They have a massive, massive, massive comic collection that you can choose from. Um, the staff there, the owner, Nick. Shout out to you, Nick. He's great. He'll get you whatever you need. Jeremy is his. Is his. Uh, he got what you need. Yeah, it's this worker or whatever. I don't know what to call it. <laughs> his employee, Jeremy, will hook you up with the Magic Gathering cards that you need. Yeah, so. Jeremy. Jeremy's the dude, man. And if you stop by on a Friday night, you might even see me there. So that would be awesome. Yeah, for sure, man. Like, I'm excited to like go out here. Like next weekend, we're actually going out to uh, Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, we're doing the SCG. Uh, cleveland open it's modern yeah, I'm, I'm taking to, to green black rock that's cool yeah yeah definitely. i don't even know how what that means but yeah <laughs> hey he's got his own thing i'm just out here managing so like, it's gonna be a good time so like, yeah it should be fun i wonder if there's any like we need to like later on just like look and see if there's like a, any good places to eat for sure yeah yeah i mean if anyone if anyone has any suggestions definitely drop them in the comments or like so us up, cause i have no idea i've never been to ohio so, like, I, i've been to ohio but like i've never been to that area so so I did have somebody message me on Facebook earlier, um, yeah. if you don't mind. No, dude, yeah. Uh, like I'm just going to say his name is Zach. I don't want to put his last name because I don't want people trolling if people are watching this video. Yeah. But he uh, he he messaged me and uh, he said, so what are your thoughts on the spoilers? Because yeah. the new spoilers just came out for the War Spark. And uh, I told him I was going to be doing this podcast and that I wanted to talk briefly about him if you don't mind. No, no, um, dude, yeah, for sure. So some What's of, like, up, Zach? I hope you're listening, man. What's up? Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. So like – um. Let me get here really quick. I want to look over him here and um. Nah, yeah, you're good, man. I look. I briefly looked at him earlier. I want to talk a little bit about you know at least a couple of the cards that they posted. Um. Nah, yeah, you're good, man. Sweet. Yeah, like while he's looking that up, I mean, if anyone is into the EDM and like electronic music genre, you have to check out Martin Garrix's 
set at Ultra Music Festival. Like, what the hell, dude? Like, he just blew it away. Like, it was, it was insane. He had all kinds of lasers. And, like, I mean, that's not a Martin Garrix that I'm used to seeing. And I don't think anyone's ever used to seeing. Like, I mean, it was just an awesome video. Hudson actually uh, texted me last night at, like, 3 a.m. was like, yo, bro. Like, it's trending on Twitter. You have to check this shit out. I'm like, dude, yeah. Martin Garrix is my shit, man. So, so yeah, check him out for sure. But, yeah, did you find him? Yeah, yeah, I found him. Okay. Uh, so, uh, he asked me about what I thought about the Liliana. Um, I think it's borderline unplayable. It's a six-mana Planeswalker. Standard, it might see a little play, but it's kind of just not good, right? Like, it's – um. Your plus is a create a 2-2 black zombie creature. Like, that's weak. Um, it might see some play. Don't hold me to that. What I'm really fascinated about is the no escape counterspell that was printed. It's one blue and two colorless. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, counter target creature or planeswalker spell. If that spell is countered this way, exile instead or put or uh, instead of putting it into your uh, into its owner's graveyard and scry one. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go into this. Standard's going to go into this format where it's very supportive of these things called planeswalkers. Um, for the people that are watching that are interested in magic and that are interested in me on, and on here and everything, I just want to talk briefly about this. Obviously, you have no fucking idea what I'm talking about. I, uh, <laughs> but um, No Escape, I think, is going to be extremely, extremely great. When it first comes out, make sure you pick up your copies because we're going to – Standard is going to go into this format where it's very supportive of the Planeswalkers. And No Escape being there where you're going to be able to counter a Planeswalker is, like, huge. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's three mana. But, I mean, you look at a card like certain, like, Logic Knot or Dispel or Negate, um, those cards are okay, but you also are paying one more to do a Scry, which is huge in, 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 in ma- uh, Magic in general. Like, that's big. So, um, keep your eye out for No Escape. I think that's going to be a, an awesome card. Um, they uh, put a board wipe, uh, Ravnica at War. It's a sorcery, uh, four mana sorcery, one white, three colorless, exile all multicolored permanents. I mean, I don't know what much to say about that. I mean, most decks are multicolored. I don't know how many, like, usually they run multicolored. So, I, I mean, that's good for, like, dual lands as well, and especially since the shock lands are still going to be relevant. Um, that's considered a permanent, so that'd be kind of interesting to see. I think that board wipe's going to be insane. Mm-hmm. Um, the Tezzeret, uh, Master of the Bridge, that's going to be a big deal. Uh, one black, one blue, four colorless. Um the expensive, it's expensive, but that's irrelevant in the War Prison decks because they're just knocking you out and going late game anyway. Yeah. Uh, where you can plus two him and he deals X damage to each opponent where X is the number of artifacts you control. Like, they control a whole board of artifacts and they gain a fuck ton of life. Mm-hmm. That is a uh, that is another win condition right there itself. Or you just shit about to die. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm listening, but I gotta play this shit. Play this. Um, so definitely keep an eye out for Tezzeret, Master of the Bridge. That's gonna be a pretty good card. Um... The Vraska is okay. Vraska's finisher, whatever. Um, that's the only one I was pretty interested in. Uh, the arts on the the basic lands are pretty lit. I'll actually probably buy a set of foil of each one because those are pretty sweet. Um, the Tabalt looks pretty. That's pretty great. Your opponent can't gain life. Create a one-one red devil creature token. When this creature dies, it deals one damage to any target. That'll be interesting in like a standard burn deck. Um, it's a little expensive though, so I'm not sure. Um, uh, Paradise Druid, that seems pretty good. Paradise Druid has hexproof as long as it's as long as it's untapped, and you can add a mana of any color. That's kind of yeah. interesting. That's going to see a lot of play. Yeah. Um, the new J seems cool. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's just some of the spoilers. That's what I think yeah. about some of the spoilers. Um, 
But yeah, so that's where I'm at. Did your video camera stop recording? I think uh, it did. did. Oh, you just got to walk over there and that, that really sucks. Should we just do like an audio? Would you just be interested yeah, in doing so audio? Yeah, man. Like just doing like an audio podcast or? Yeah, so anyway, our video kicked out. So if you guys are watching this on YouTube, so that kind of sucks. But anyway, this kind of wraps up like our, our little uh, like part about, um, you know, with, with Branson and stuff like that. If you guys are interested in anything or have any questions with like about like magic or stuff like that, we want to do this like special podcast about um, kind of highlighting like what he does. And he's got all kind. He's a smart. He's a smart fucking dude when it comes to stuff like this. Um, if you guys have any questions or like want to hit him up or like have any like, or you just, just want to say like, hey, dude, I enjoyed like listening to you. Uh, go ahead and give him a shout out, like or, or, or tweet him or DM him or something like that on social media. We're gonna go ahead and wrap this like number two podcast up, and we're gonna go ahead and continue with uh, just other other genres or other topics in podcast number three, which is gonna be posted right after this one. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. This is Vibe Central TV. This is your host, Austin Schlimmer. Thank you, Branson, for coming out. No problem, man. I enjoyed it. It was awesome talking to you. Um, hopefully, we can like you know see. We'll we'll post an update about how you do this weekend and stuff like that. But thanks for having me, man. It was awesome. Yeah, thank you so much, man. Again, just make sure you guys check me out at Crazy Big B on uh, Twitter, YouTube, and uh, like I said, make sure you check out Chimps Comics www.chimpscomics.com. Peace.